تراءت قبابه وفلاكا Joke Workshop here. It's a Monday night at 6 o'clock here at MutinyRadio.fm. We have a bunch of great comedians that want to be funny for you. Hey, remember everybody, if you're going to feed someone that shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. Be uh, critical, pay attention, but be nice. You know how it goes. Uh, also, if you're going to give any comments, please use the microphones in front of you. Uh, don't just yell to the air because it's a radio show and people can't hear you. So uh, make sure you do that. We're gonna get it started uh, in one sec when I get my list. Hey everybody, it's Joke Workshop. started here on the joke workshop put your hands together for your first comedian and please remember take notes pay attention the, the more you make out of it the more we get out of it hey everybody clap wildly it's sabrina miller good evening everyone can you all hear me yeah. all right uh let's see um from a very early age i knew that i was uh different than the boys I used to tag along with. They are all like, I want to be a policeman. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. Me, I wanted to be a comedian. (laughs) Just one small issue. Uh, Inside, it was like the frog in the cartoon. I was like, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Baby, my heart's on fire. On the outside, no, my, not so much. It was basically like, hey. <laughs> that was it. Great thing about open mic, I, I get to let the frog out for three minutes at a time. Uh, so for all you uh, extroverts trapped in an introvert's body listening out there, there is hope. And it's Mutiny Radio, everybody. And uh, of course, Brainwash with Mr. Tony Sparks. So. Uh, Not so much hope for my job prospects. Uh, I went to a job placement center and handed my resume to a career counselor. And I was like, what job, you know, what job could I possibly get? You know, what, 
what job could a meteorology major dropout possibly get? And she was like, it's not all bad. I see you did an internship at the National Weather Service. Um, let me ask you, uh, how accurate were your forecasts? I was like, uh, kind of missed the mark about 50 to 60% of the time. I think that's why it was a really short internship. I'll never forget what she said next. Have you ever considered doing stand-up? <laughs> Differences, if you're uh, doing stand-up at open mic night and you bomb, you don't get death threats on social media. Um, you get some mandatory applause, some sympathy applause, and lots of gratitude applause from the comic who's, up, who's on stage next. Yay, the jokes I scribbled on my hand on the bus ride over won't seem as lame. Thanks, Sabrina. Um, forecasters have a 0% chance of sympathy. <laughs> You're never going to hear, sure, the tornado relocated my house to the neighboring county and we're going to have to get the jaws of life to extricate my daughter's favorite teddy bear from underneath the F-150. But hey, you got to admit the directional shear really wasn't there. And don't get me started on that really weak couplet on Doppler radar. Oh my god. That was an inside joke for all my meteorology major classmates back east. Um, when my uh, stand-up uh, takes the internet by storm, they better laugh. Seriously. That joke required a three-year, $35,000 investment. That's why I'm doing stand-up, to pay it back, right? That's where the big money is, I hear? No? All right. Uh, being a trans woman is a big investment, too. I'm not just talking about money-wise. Uh, Time-wise, I found out that... Um, Vagina maintenance is way more involved than penis maintenance, <laughs> for real. Say goodbye to the old washcloth wipe down and the little uh, followed by the axe sprays. No, it's, it's like, it's about as much fun as getting the squeezy bowl portion of the uh, turkey baster clean. Uh, that's the best way to put it. Um, nowadays, I spend a whole lot more time in the, uh, Oh, what, what did I say? Um, oh yeah, before I transitioned, I had like two urinary tract infections in like 30 years. That was it. <laughs> Nowadays, I spend a whole lot more time in the over-the-counter aisle uh, over at Walgreens, trying to find the best bargain uh, on turning my pee orange. <laughs> and uh, you want to know like one of the major risk factors for a UTI, besides buying date underwear from uh, Victoria's Secret? and wearing it, that is being a woman. Yay, bonus. Anyone who still thinks transitioning is a choice should take time to read shit like this. Thank you very much. All right, that was the time. Hey, everybody, Sabrina Miller. All right, so stay on up there, and we have other microphones positioned around the building for comments. Uh, I think you need the baster example was great, but I think uh, you can use a rule of threes there and make three um, bizarre things that are hard to clean out other than the turkey baster bowl. I mean, I know I understand exactly where you're going with that, but like, I mean, if you're in kitchen utensils, I guess, I don't know if your spatula, you can remove it from the stick and clean out the, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like cavernous things that you have to clean that are difficult to. Okay. Yeah, like a like your your turkey baster was a great example. Just more squeezy okay. bowl things, and cran you can throw cranberry in on the UTI too. And that never hurts. <laughs> but okay. I'm. Sh 
Am I allowed to do this even though I'm not performing? Yeah, of course. Everybody gets a comment. Okay. Yay. Um, <laughs> all right. I, let's see. I love you. I'm just meeting you. Um, I didn't know you were trans until, like, after the joke. Like, I figured it out later. So I would have gotten that one if I would have known. Um, Oh, because okay. I, were, I was picturing you as a tiny girl, um, and, there's, and, you, and you want the surprise to be that you wanted to be a comedian. Uh, let's see. Um, I loved your sound effects. I love sound effects. They warm my heart. And I, want, and I love that you're a meteorology major. That's weird and awesome and totally cool for a stand-up comedian. And I can totally see a, uh, a little vignette of you in college studying all kinds of weird meteorological instruments and wonderful sound effects and like crazy stuff that would be awesome. So. Okay, thanks. thanks. I also got, I got a, uh, uh, the DJ from before DJ Ashek, he came and wrote that George, George Carlin used to be a weatherman. So that's just an interesting thing since you're talking about meteorology that George Carlin used to be a weatherman. Yeah. Interesting, I did not know that. <laughs> Um, I like the sound effects in the beginning, and I thought you would have a sound effect for when he said, and I'm a comedian, <laughs> wah, 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 or something, just because I, I was waiting for that, since you did it for, every, for all of the other things. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I'll incorporate that. All right, everybody, clap wildly. Sabrina Miller! <laughs> It's a female rock block right now. Uh, two in a row. I've seen her and been laughed very hard at her comedy uh, when I've had the opportunity to see her at Brainwash. I think you guys are going to enjoy her right now. Put your hands together. It's Elizabeth Mansfield. Thanks, guys. Um, I hope we laugh hard tonight. I'm trying like all new stuff because I'm just sick of everything I say. Um, so hopefully my premises are as funny as my jokes. We'll find out. Um, so <laughs> I've been thinking about this lately. This might be too soon, but like, do you guys think that Hillary is just like a little bit happy she doesn't have to sit in a chair where her husband got blown? <laughs> like, do you think that crossed her mind just like a little bit? Like, okay, it really sucks that I'm not president, but I don't have to sit here trying to solve terrorism while my eye keeps catching that like tiny little drip stain on the carpet. Like, just, like, a little bit? Okay, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. Like, like I don't even want to sleep in my own bed after I have sex with somebody. I can't imagine, like, like trying to solve the world's problems. Do you know what I mean? Like, you try and, like, like, the second I have sex with somebody, especially if it's a stranger, I just want to, like, wash all my sheets and vacuum. Like, I have to clean my entire house after I bring someone home. Like, I just don't want their, like, other people's energy in my space. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I didn't used to be like that. I'm getting older now. Um, yeah, speaking of getting older, I just turned 35 last week. Thank you. Um, people always tell me I look younger than I am, and they're right, I think. <laughs> Pam got that. <laughs> um, no, I think I, I do look younger, but um, yeah, like things are different now. Like my whole approach to sex is a lot different. Like when I was younger, I used to love bringing people home. I used to love like to do like all the crazy stuff with them. Like now, honestly, the only reason I ever bring anyone home is so I can smell their coffee breath in the morning. Like it's turning into a fetish. I'm like, do you want to come home with me and then make a pot of coffee and then breathe in my face? <laughs> and some guys actually like that. There's so many children walking by. Um, I feel bad talking about all these weird things. 
Um, yeah. Oh, so here's the other thing. Like I realized the other day how long, like as a single woman in your mid thirties, like how rare it is to be like physically touched by someone like, and I like crave that. Like I crave like physical touch. Like, like I want someone to touch. Like, I just want to wake up in the morning and have someone just like Simba me and then like send me off to work. Just like right there. And like when I'm on, I love crowded elevators at work. Like when the elevators are crowded, I just kind of like start greyhounding people. Just kind of like lean against them. It's so comforting. I'm just constantly looking for comfort now. Um, what else? Uh, okay, so you guys have heard the phrase. I don't know why. I'm, this is a joke to me. You guys know the phrase, a princess in the streets and a freak in the sheets. So wait, you don't? There's like a million rap songs about it. Like she's a princess in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Like, she's a classy lady in the streets, and then she, like, fucks like an animal. I don't know. Um, so, like, I keep thinking that I need, like, a Cedric Dig- Diggory in the, sh- in the streets, but, like, a Hagrid in the sheets. Like, I feel like, I feel like, like, Hagrid would know what to do with this fantastic beast. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, like, this is just a one-liner. I'm going to end on this, but, like, I'm white, but sexually I'm East Indian. I don't know where that's going to go, but I hope you guys like it. (laughs) All right. That's all I got. Thanks. Yay. Elizabeth Mansfield. Yay. Uh, I was definitely um, identifying with you with uh, weird people in your bed, but they're weird shit. If you want to add something, I also find pubic hairs to be disgusting. (gasps) Right. Like when you find weird man hairs, and even if they're like back hairs, it's like uh, I found one butt hair or a back hair. It's still cut. I found one like a month after I hooked up with somebody, and I felt violated. Yeah. Do you like <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Feeling violated by the hair. That's that's funny too. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed uh, all that whole stuff. It was, seemed very vulnerable and and real. <laughs> so I dug it. <laughs> She's doing physical comedy now. You guys don't get to see it because it's radio. But anyway, anyone else? Oh, it is falling for me. Cute. Oh. Other comments. It's like microphone and married men. That's all I get. Well, ask, I mean, yeah, go somebody, Florentina, go up. So you know how you're talking about uh, if she were in the White House, she would just be fixated on the the stain of the sheet because... And, and, and then you had the example, like, when you have sex with somebody and then they leave, it's hard to even sleep in the same bed. Well, you could say, like, you know, if she had been... Not she had gotten the presidency. It's so, so hard to say she didn't. I know. Sorry. Uh, if she had gotten the presidency, then Bill wouldn't have been allowed in because they would have had to get rid of all the old se- sex toys. Okay, that but works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. Yeah, figure something you know, out. He's, he's the old sex toy. Well, he is an old sex toy. Does Does Trump like to smoke cigars? Because <laughs> wasn't know. that the sex toy that? Clinton used on Monica wasn't that the whole thing is why he didn't really have sexual relations with that woman because it was just no it's because she just gave him a blowjob I thought it was I thought he stuck I thought he stuck a cigar in her pussy I feel like he also kind of like he stuck a cigar in her pussy and smoked it did I I make that up is that like wait (laughs) you didn't make it up he did that but I think they also had sex they did have sex I feel like Bill I feel like Bill maybe like slapped her with his penis a little bit like I feel like he's the kind of guy that would be like <laughs> anyway, thank you Other for the feedback. Comments? More comments? I don't know what to do with this thing. Sabrina's coming up for comments. 
Yeah, I just had one comment um, yeah. regarding a bit about feeling the urge to uh, clean your bedroom after. Yeah. I'm just thinking maybe you could talk more, like work feng shui in there, trying to get the pre-sex feng shui, realigning the energy or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. you can play with that. Cool. Burn some sage while you're at it. I mean, you know, <laughs> why not? So many things. But, and, but patchouli for the well it's gonna smell like patchouli if they're they well i live dude. in a studio so like i have to clean like the entire place if there's a person in the bed i'm like rearranging my refrigerator <laughs> feels better his fingerprints were on something gross yeah <laughs> you gotta get rid of all a bad relationship you could just move something like that <laughs> true i'd probably stay in the bad relationship <laughs> Rents are really high. Yeah, rent, rent's crazier. All right, everybody, clap wildly. Elizabeth Mansfield. <laughs> Yay. All right. Your next comedian, we're, we're sort of continuing the female rock block only because his hair is so luxurious. Uh, I would trade my locks. His are so, they're so thick. I just, I would, I would love uh, his, his delicious hair. Uh, put your hands together. I've never, I've never gotten up close enough to smell it, but I, I bet it smells like strawberries <laughs> or coconut. I don't know. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Joey Avery. That's the intro I've been looking for. I like that shit. I'm really gonna have to do some research on this whole cigar vagina thing. That was not something that I'd heard. Wouldn't that, I don't remember that, no. Wouldn't that give you the nastiest buzz in the world as a lady? Like, if throwing it in your lip does that to a man, um, that is the most powerful move I've ever heard. Anyway, um, yeah, shit. Well, who would have thought? Everyone thought we were going to be throwing these Trump jokes away, but no. Four more fucking years. It's horrifying. It's There's a lot of weird things. The craziest thing to think about is that we currently have a president who was endorsed by the KKK, which begs the very important question, when did the KKK start giving out endorsements? <laughs> That does not, that seems like a very short-sighted policy by them. I don't know what they were hoping to accomplish with that endorsement. You know, sitting there looking at the polls like, wow, there's some really undecided white supremacists out there. (laughs) We're going to need to make sure they don't vote for the woman currently being endorsed by the black president. I don't know who the market was for that endorsement. It's fucking dumb, all right? They're not a smart group of people, which, you know, kind of in one way bums me out because it's like, why are the white supremacists all the least supreme white dudes? They're all (laughs) the shitty ones. I don't know if that's been said before. Um, It seems too easy, but it's like, dude, come on, you know? You're You're not really a good poster child for this. Like, yeah, maybe if it was Brad Pitt, okay, but it's like some sweaty, bald dude in Anaheim who wants to play dress-up. Like, "Ah, I'm not that interested. Uh, Like, Stephen Bannon, you know this guy? We're all going to know him now. He, ugh, ugh, I know. As a white supremacist, he looks like a bullfrog fucked a croissant, all right? That's not a good, it's not a good representation of white people. Um, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed. 
should be. There's a lot of scary things about this shit, though. Like, one, I mean, obviously, there's tons of issues. One for me in particular that freaks me out is climate change. Like, that's a big one for me, especially because you're looking at studies that are saying it could happen very quickly that we hit runaway levels of climate change if we don't continue the policies that Trump said he was going to pull back. Uh, which is crazy because when you're talking politics with people and they're always like, look, your guy didn't win. All right. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. I'm like, that's exactly the argument that I'm making. That is the policy that I'm debating the end of the world. All right. That's what I'm talking about. It's crazy. It's like, even if there was a chance, like forget the fact that most scientists agree on it. Even if there's a chance that they're wrong, seems like maybe safe bet. Just make sure we don't end existence you know like think about it personally if someone came up to you and was like look it's not guaranteed but there's a chance that if you smoke cigarettes you'll end your life actually we're not the best species for this (laughs) maybe we're not that good at risk aversion maybe maybe we're not the ones to figure this shit out all right at some point you got to look at it and just be like look we had a pretty good run, you know? Like, even if we eat shit now, it's like, we made iPhones, we had the Super Bowl, people like that. Like, we had fun, or we had fun with this shit. All right? If it does end, I don't know. I, just, I hate when people lie to me, and they're like, no, it's not going to be a problem. I'm like, look, if you want to do fucking complete CO2 emissions, you want to have assault rifles, all right? I'm down. Let's just throw out the numbers and fucking ride this thing into the rocks. All right? But let's be real about it. Okay? If we're going to if we're going to end this shit, I want to have a gun. I want to have a Mustang with no muffler and I'm fucking without a condom. All right? That's how I want to do this shit. All right. That's it. Thank you. Joey Avery advocating for no condom use in a time where they're going to reverse Roe v. Wade. Yay! Fuck Yay! it. Yeah, we need the San Francisco Yay. babies, all right? They'll vote. <laughs> uh, I love Joey. I love all your metaphors and your similes. I feel like you missed your calling. You should go to, if anything falls out with the rest of your life, you can always get an MFA in poetry. Yeah, I that feel pays. Like you can, I feel like your metaphors and your similes are better than most of the like workshopping I used to do with poets. And you, <laughs> Thank you. You had the one with um, the, the guy who looks like a croissant with the... Like, yeah. holy fuck. You just, your brain thinks in really interesting pictures Thank that you. are very visual for the audience. Thank Yay. you. See, I gave him a nice compliment. Yeah, I, I appreciate, to say I appreciate about that. Funny jokes. Anyone? <laughs> like, Anyone else? It's every, other people tell him how good he is. <laughs> no, it's okay. If, if, <laughs> like, if, if, if you, they got the, they yeah. got the laugh, so. So it's really funny, uh, but like, make me feel a little bit better about how fucked we are. Like, okay. it's all. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird doing jokes right now because it's like you want to do jokes that you believe and that a San Francisco right and that a San Francisco crowd is going to agree with. But you also don't want to be so basic that if you get anyone who might disagree, you're only preaching to the converted. I don't think I did a good job of that, <laughs> but that's okay. Don't perform in Oakland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably not. I've got some good... Yeah, I probably I have should. A, I have an excerpt from the Star Report uh, in the Washington Post. March 31st, sexual encounter. Uh, at one point, the president inserted a cigar in Lewinsky, <laughs> with Lewinsky's vagina, then put the cigar in his mouth and said, it tastes good. Oh! There you go. 
That was fucking amazing. That's how I'll end my time. Thank you. Fact check, yay! Together the fact check. Poor Joey Avery didn't know about the 90s. I lived them, yes. The, the thing I'm just so sad about is that um, it, it must be hard for Joey Avery because he's so good looking. Um, but you know, when I was a girl back in the 90s and I just never felt pretty enough even though I was skinny Ooh. and a cheerleader, you know, I hearken back to things that Donald Trump said like about girls being fat and zeros and all these kinds of things. And you know, it's, anyways, it's great to have your self-worth like based upon uh, hi, thanks for the 90s. It was great. I'm so glad they're back. I'm really excited about 90210. Uh, eating disorders. That's going to be what Melania is going to do, right? Like, uh, So uh, Michelle was all about the fat kids, and Melania is going to be like, oh, it's no problem. Just throw up. <laughs> She'll be like, all for anorexia and bulimia. She'll be like, oh, you are fat and you have diabetes. So what you do is you just barf all the time in the toilet. He's <laughs> so easy, you know? Uh, your next comedian, uh, lovely human being, put your hands together. It's John Alcabay. What's up? I really like that Melania joke. That's really funny, Pam. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. This it's just like it's just sad walking around. Like it's like it's like everybody's grandma died. That's how it feels right now. If I, was, if I was here with no context and I just was looking around, I'd be like, who bombed the grandma convention? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so RIP grandma. We love you. Um, all of us together. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I guess I don't have that much to say about it. It stinks. It stinks like a big hot pile of doo-doo. Um, I'm going to talk about something else. I'm going to talk about the lottery. Do you guys play the lottery? Your lotto heads. What do you do? Do you do the the fill em outs or the scratch em ups? Scratchers. Um, yeah, me too. I don't. F what do you do? You do both. Damn, you're in it. You're in it for the long game, FC, huh? Oh Jesus Christ! I don't. I don't. Have, I don't have that. I haven't written that far in advance for that situation. I here's the thing for me is that like I I play the scratchers and not the Powerball because like scratchers you can win a thousand dollars and I can handle a thousand dollars. But like Powerball, you can win like a hundred million dollars, and I'm not ready for that at all. I don't like if I won a hundred million dollars, I don't think I would ever get out of bed again. I would just stay in my very expensive giant bed, um, and and sleep. I uh, I don't. I think I'd get too cocky if I won the Powerball, um, and not cocky because of my newfound wealth, but just cocky because I like I'm so fucking good at guessing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would just be walking around all day with a smug look at my face, like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. I can guess it all, baby. I would, like, hang out at 7-Eleven by the, like, where people are filling out their cards and just be like, hey, can I give you some advice? If I were you, I'd go odd, even, odd, odd, even. That's how I did it. And they're like, who are you? And I'd be like, well, you don't recognize me? I'm Powerball winner John Alcabess. That's weird. It's weird that you don't recognize me, you know, because you play Powerball and I won the Powerball. It's like I feel like basketball players know who Michael Jordan is, is all I'm saying. Um, maybe brush up on the greats. Maybe. Maybe brush up on the greats. That's all. Um, I don't know. I just play scratchies because, you know, they're safer. Um, has anyone ever won real money on a scratchy? Like $20 or over? Because that's, that's all I count as winning on a scratchy, I think. Like, what's, what's the most you've won on a scratchy, FC Sierra? 15 counts. 15 is chill. Like, $3 isn't a victory, though, I don't think. Like, th I would rather, I would go as far as to say that I would rather win $0 than $3, because 
Because if you win $0, you get to throw out your ticket and just go home. If you win $3, you have to walk right back into that gas station and be like, can I have $3, please? It says here you're supposed to give me $3, so ones, please. Uh, I don't know. It bums me out winning $3. I just, I'm, I'll spend it on more opportunities to win $3, as that is my favorite dollar amount. Um, I don't know. House sitting's house sitting's weird. It's like they're like, hey, like they like may like pay you to take care of shit that like probably wouldn't even need to be taken care of if they just if they weren't if no one was there. They're like, make sure to like take like water the plants I gather, but they're like water the plants and take the trash out and like make sure whoever living is living there is brushing their teeth every night. Uh, it's important for your dental health. Um, yeah, that's all. Just there you go, lottery joke. I did it. John Alcabez, lottery joke, yay! Can you tie the lottery joke back in at the end with something else, like some I don't know, something silly, like just like like with something else. Well, like the way you started it, yeah. Well, you 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 dumped out like like we're still in your four minutes, but. So you oh, didn't take shit. all your time. You, you um, only took like three minutes and twenty seconds. But that's that's fine. I didn't have a I didn't have a tight forty seconds. Right, but like, <laughs> I mean, you. St- I mean, I'm just saying, like, you started with the political stuff. You didn't say you didn't want to be political, so you went to lottery tickets, and then it would be cute if you sewed uh, it back well, I was up gonna, in the beginning. I was gonna like rant about Israel for a sec, but that that doesn't. I can't do that in forty seconds. So <laughs> see, that's funny right there. That's a funny joke. Like, that's almost like a one-liner to close yeah. it out. Like, I really wanted to spend the rest of my time talking about Israel, but I can't do but that. But also, it's like seconds. I have the, all this Israel material, but right now it's like, who gives a fuck about Israel? Like, <laughs> even, I don't know. I kind of want to... <laughs> See, this is your set. What if... What if <laughs> What if here? Okay, here's something. What if? What if Steve Bannon like goes super full circle and he's just great for the Palestinians? Like he just crushes it on the occupation is just over by the end of Trump's term. All right, we'll take it. Also, like I don't know. Last here's all right. I do have some more in me. Last year. Last year I like I kissed some boys, and this year. Steve Bannon, or like next year, Steve Bannon's gonna be like in the cabinet. So like, I feel like I'm like chipping away at that like straight white male identity every day. It's <laughs> like you know, not fully straight and not fully white. I don't know. I mean, I am, but not in a few months. So because Jews are the other white meat. Because, well, that's I think that's your thing. No, I don't know. I just don't know what <laughs> um, is it because Jews no, aren't really white like, or we're not like we're white, but we're not like. Like white nationalist white. Yeah, you should have explained that. Okay, yeah. Cool. Not KKK white. It's a different right. kind of Clorox. With the, they should yeah. have had Clorox with a K. Why didn't they start Clorox with a K? Anyways. All right. To whiten all your whites, brighten all your hoods. Thank you. The lottery shirt was funny. Does anybody have anything about the. the I've never won $3. I've only won $2. So I'm confused on this whole $3 thing. Yeah, actually, I have. Yeah, the most I've ever won is $50, though. That That's was like good. That's decent. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Uh, I thought you could, like, delve more into, like, uh, delve more into, like, uh, 
getting your $3 scratcher winnings. Like everything involved, like having to like take Bart, like you say, I know oh, it's yeah. made like five dollars or That's you know funny. just yeah. to get my three dollars, and but you got to get it on principle. Yeah, and I also kind of want to dive into the fact that like the the cashier's like annoyed with you. He's like, really, this is what you bothered me for. This is what you came in for. He thought he was about to make some money, but instead you made some money, but not very much. <laughs> Hi, Disco. Uh, so I thought one of uh, what I enjoyed about it was its lack of dive. Uh, what do you mean? You were going into those uh, little observations, but you weren't necessarily like hammering it out home, and then you would like chip off to something else. Oh. And so it, it gave it like uh, a lack of complete focus that was somehow really appealing. Like it felt riffy almost? Not not really riffy, but it felt like uh, you didn't spend uh, ten minutes trying to refine each line of those right. little observations. Yeah. So it was more like I guess almost riffy, but uh, I like the the non complete focus. I cool. Enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't well, thanks, guys. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take it. All right. Cool. Thank you. John Alcabez, yay! All right. I know. I was like, where's Israel? Your next comedian, uh, I'm, I'm sure he might be able to tell us, but I'm sure he has other things to talk about. Everybody put your hands together. It's Ian Levy! Hey. Hey. And, um... In hindsight, uh, writing in uh, shitty Von Poopin' Pants seems less amusing now. <laughs> you know, I thought I thought I was fucking killing it in the comedy game, and now it just makes me sad. <laughs> I don't know. I fell in a uh, I fell in a ball pit the other day, guys. I was really tripping balls. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, I'll take it. I don't know. Um, are you guys familiar with the concept of fan fiction? Do you guys know what fan fiction is? It's like if you take, uh, you know, a pre-existing characters, so it's just like talking about something like Harry Potter, Twilight, and write your own stories. Well, I've recently been getting into fan fiction. Uh, I've been writing fan fiction for the literary classic Sophie's Choice. I call it uh, Sophie's Choice 2 Brunch Plans. Uh, it's a much more lighthearted affair than the original. <laughs> You know, there's there's some pretty steamy chapters with you know getting mimosas or Arnold Palmers, but it's it's good, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's real page turner, but uh, or page scroller. It's all online. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's be accurate. Um, I, I had a friend who's who's trying to set me up recently. Um, uh, he was trying to set me up, and he said, uh, I think you really like this girl. Uh, she's a real nymphomaniac, and I was like, oh boy, nymphomaniac. Uh, turns out she was neurotic, which is a slight a slight letdown. That's not 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 quite there. And then and then uh, about a week later, the same guy tried to set me up. He's like, "This girl is really neurotic," and I was like, "Woo!" Like, <laughs> I know what that means. Uh, and it turns out she was narcoleptic. So that was <laughs> that, that was a bit of a letdown. Uh, I, I went to my friend. I said, "Hey, man, uh, I think you might be illiterate." And he said, "I'm not illiterate. My parents were born here, so that's." <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, I think it's only uh, it's only okay to cat call uh, if you're doing it to a cat. That's my 
That's it. I was just wondering why why it's called catcalling. Um, because it's 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 a weird thing. I I wonder if we did we try did guys try other animals first. Did we try dog calling first? We went up to a woman to go like, someone's belly want a rubbing? <laughs> oh, who's looking cute? You know, it's not quite as I I don't understand it. Like we, it's a real thing we all do. Like we talk to dogs like they're our children, but we talk to cats like we want to fuck them. Like that. <laughs> it's a real. Everyone does it. No one doesn't. No one, if you just see a stray cat on the street, you're like, oh, hey, good looking. But, you know, you see a dog, I don't know. Do we try horse calling? Just go up to a woman and go, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> oh, boy. I was on the uh, I was on the bus the other day, and a guy sat down uh, behind me, and he started playing loud rap music. Um, and I thought, what I think everyone on the bus was thinking, which was, uh, oh, good, like, thank you. Like, this will make the bus ride more enjoyable, you good Samaritan. Um, and the song, it was a rap song I'd never heard before, but it had a lyric that went like this. It went, uh, bitch, I'm a pimp. I don't talk to no hoes. Which seems like a weird line to have in a song, because as a pimp, surely one of your many job responsibilities is talking to hoes. Like, that's just a bad employee-employer relationship if you're not having basic communication. I don't, you know, that's the same equivalent of, like, a dog whisperer not talking to dogs. Like, that's, I don't know. People think it's all about the big hats and canes, but you got to talk to your to your hoes, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. It goes for pimps and pimpettes, too. Like, I, you know, that's non-discriminatory. I don't know. Um, I was, uh... I, I, I was thinking, have you guys ever noticed that when people, you know, the the whole number system, like, oh, some people are, you know, one through ten, everyone everyone numbers each other. Um, and have you ever noticed how everyone always numbers themselves a seven? Like, no matter, like, that's the safe way where you can say, like, like I'm good looking, but I'm not an asshole. <laughs> like, that's, it's just dishonest. It's not, you know, like, I, I, I like to be more honest with myself. Or like, obviously, I'm a ten. Like, have you seen this jawline? Like, I'm fucking perfect. Like, don't... <laughs> But, no, it's weird. I think it needs to be a much more complex system, right? We can't have it just 1 through 10. We need it, like, a real system would factor in so many more. I've never, basically, I'm trying to say, like, I've never met a 10 with a 10 personality. Like, that's, you, you, you need a more complex numbering system. I think it should be, like, a number between, like, 435 to 7. It should be, like, a credit score, basically, you know? <laughs> we're, factor, we're factoring income. We're factoring, it, you know, children and all kinds of... It just We need a more complex rating system. Um, the, last, the last thing I'll, I'll add on uh, um, was that um, a, lot of, a lot of people were, were sad with that. Uh, a lot, I've seen a lot of Facebook posts recently that are just sad that uh, Obama's leaving, right? Everyone's like, oh, well, however you think about the, the, the two candidates, it'll just be sad to see Obama go. Um, but a lot of people were really sad about Michelle Obama, and at least now we'll get four more years of Michelle. So that's, <laughs> I don't know. That was just a dumb little thing. Okay, thanks, guys. Ian Levy. Comments? Com Everyone seemed to like the, the cat joke. That one's not on. I can turn it on. It can be on. It's on. Uh, I liked all your bits. Uh, they all seem well written. Uh, but the last one, the only one I think you would really want to tighten up and just keep rewriting a few times would be the last one with regards to the credit score. And Oh, yeah. That, that was, yeah, super undercooked. But yeah, other than that, I thought it was a great set. Okay. No, but thanks. I appreciate that. Um, put it in the, in the jar. 
You could add a lot to Sophie's Choice fan fiction by having fake fan fiction lines like as they are written and many, as many as you want. Go for sequels, do Schindler's List. You can yeah, yeah. have fun. I enjoyed the the horse call line. I think you could probably do uh, along with the sh 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 maybe like a okay yeah something like that. Uh, yeah. People also like kissing at horses. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. If you want a sugar cube or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I liked your cat bit. Um, I was thinking, if you're gonna go with more animal sounds, how about a cow? Because it's a little bit more crude, like. You, you wouldn't want a cat cow or cat call like a cow, like, hey, let me squeeze your tits, you know, because that would be That's cute. <laughs> Is that how farmers you do it? You can't milk us. <laughs> yeah. Actually, or like, and what did they say, udders? I'm just, I don't know, I <laughs> have to be scientifically correct, but. Uh, you've never yes. been to a dairy farm. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I haven't. Men. And uh, maybe with the, the rating system, if you're going to be also having the cat choke, what if it's instead of rating one through ten, it's just like how many cat lives should you have? Like you should only have one cat life, and maybe equate that to like okay, if you fuck up once in your relationship, just kill yourself. I don't, I don't know. Just kill yourself if you're if you're still single. Just kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. An, an, another similarity between cats and horses is that they, uh, they both get operated on with ketamine. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if you want to bring it into a drug place, but yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to subdue all kinds of animals with ketamine. Yeah, well, ketamine, if you're gonna cackle them. Yeah, ketamine's right. a fun thing. Well, it's just it just uh, the only, when I hear about cats and horses, I'm like, oh, the similarity in my mind goes, oh, they both use ketamine. All, that's how you, it's because it's a disassociative and they, they don't work well under respiratory depression. Hey, everybody, clap wildly. That was Ian Levy. Sorry, he took an extra two minutes with his set, so we had to pull it off his time at the end. Uh, yay, your next comedian. He's going to roll on up to the stage. Put your hands together. It's Jackson McBrayer. <laughs> How's it going, Mutiny? Uh, so yeah, I gotta do them. Sorry, political jokes. Uh, political change is a lot like butt sex. If you do it too quickly, someone will try to kill you. But no one wa yeah, see, it's, uh, that's an evergreen joke. I get to keep that political joke forever. So I'm, I'm happy about that. But no one wants President Pence. So he's kind of like our assassination Trump card. Thank you. I was kind of proud of that one. Uh, Prop 60 didn't pass, and I'm very thankful for that. Uh, that was the condom porn one. And, like, I don't know if you saw me last time I was here. I want to get into wheelchair fetish porn. That's, like, something I'm legitimately going to get into. And, uh, see, I, I went to my first poly play party, and I told, like, a room full of strangers. And they're like, oh, you should totally do that. And I was like, huh, interesting, okay. And then I started talking to, like, my best friends. They're like, oh, dude, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, you should do that. And then I talked to one of my friends I slept with, and she's like, yeah, you should do that. And I'm like, well, fuck, okay, okay, universe, fine. Like, when I told people I wanted to be a comic, there was some, like, I don't know, man, there's no money in it. But I tell people I want to get into porn, they're like, do porn, go. Go do porn now. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go do porn. Uh, and, oh, yeah, this actually is kind of interesting. I want to know how many people got laid on Wednesday because Trump won. Like... 
Oh, the world's fucked. I need to feel better. Sex? Yes. Yes, let's let's do that. Uh, Cause fuck this country. Let's fuck each other. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a thing. I... <laughs> I've oh my god I'm fucking depressed it sucks I fell down some stairs that's how I got this nice black eye which is awesome like how when's the last time you got a black eye it's kind of great you just like smile at people awkwardly and they're like what I'm I'm like I'm worried I'm scared I don't know how to feel about this uh it's great I I don't know there should be a joke about a cripple with a black eye like how did that happen is there a cripple fight club somewhere because if there was I'd want to join like cripple fights it'd be great uh Actually, East Bay Rats has a uh, has a boxing night, like an amateur boxing night, and I have a spare wheelchair. So my thought was like, okay, I'll get myself a friend, and then we can box. But then I thought about the lack of mobility, because like I can move, but they wouldn't be able to. So maybe we both need a spotter and be like jousting, but like cripple box jousting. Like I would not only would I do that, I'd want to see that. That seems really entertaining. <laughs> Uh, crippled violence, guys. It's a thing. Uh, fuck. Oh, shit. I don't... All right. Let's, let's, um... What? What the fuck do I want to... I mean, it's all fucking depressing, guys. Like, it's super fucking depressing. Uh, but... I don't know. Sex is still good. So let's go with that. Um, I... I found out that, like, crippled porn was a fetish kind of late in life. And... That's a real shame because, like, our representation in the media is bullshit. Like, that's why I spend so much of my time talking about my dick on stage because I'm the only one doing it. I'd love to get into wheelchair fetish porn and be like, just watch the video. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. Jackson McBrayer making porn. Yay, money is good. Yay, money, yay. Jackson, Jackson uh, you should do it. Like, I would, because I know you, you'd probably be the only porn I've ever paid for, just to support you in your crest. Also, uh, Cripple, and if you need anybody to uh, be a sparring partner with in a wheelchair, you can always call on me. Uh, but I also really enjoyed that bit that you were working on with regards to the Cripple Fight Club. So as you, like, rewrite that a couple times and tweak it down to find the meat of it, but that's a great uh, bit idea. Yeah, this is more like career advice. Yeah, the, the crippled porn, for sure. And, uh, you know, like bum fights and stuff, you should have crippled fights. You should have a YouTube channel or a spinoff into a Netflix series or something. Like, you got a career is laid out ahead of you there. People would pay big money for crippled fights, I think. It'd be like more, it would probably have a bigger growth spurt than MMA. That's what I'm saying. Um, I would just the the two things I thought of were uh, when you say you fell down some stairs. I think that's funny, not because of how do you, but just because everyone just saying you how you got your black eye was falling down stairs is people are gonna assume like you got abused. Like that's the stereotype of someone like I fell down some stairs, you know, when they're actually being abused. So I mean, you could just you know I don't know you could expand that to trying to convince people like no, I really did fall down stairs. What actually happened was I fell oh, down. Yeah. <laughs> this is a dark. Like what actually happened was I fell down some stairs and my wheelchair hit me in the face. Oh God! <laughs> so I, <laughs> it actually happened and yeah. it's kind of amazing. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I I think that's uh, sad but but funny. You can say it's not what you think. The stairs are actually really good. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I also wondered, for a cripple fight club, would the like perfect version of Tyler Durden just be a normal dude who could walk? Or 
No, okay, maybe that's <laughs> too harsh. Uh, I like the Cripple uh, Fight Club. I was thinking if you had a like a title for it, it's like uh, a fight where um, you already know how it's gonna end because you guys are already crippled. Nobody's walking away. Well, yeah. and the thing yeah, is, like things are crazy. I just watched um, a video today. He's a he was originally born in Brazil, but now he's an Italian skater. He has no legs. And he skateboards, and it's insane on his hands, and he does flips, and it's fucking insane, and he has no legs. That guy, if he brings a skateboard to the fight, he's going to fuck you up. He also likes snowboards. He, like, straps his leg parts into snowboard. It's crazy, right? And, like, that guy will fuck you up. I mean, I think people who have, like, disabilities like that that go on and do crazy things anyways are fucking hardcore, like the one-legged skateboarders or whatever. Um, it, anyways, it, it you tickled a little thing in my heart there. I'm like, oh yay, you're normal. I was just thinking of uh, the Cripple Fight Club. There's only one rule in being in the Cripple Fight Club: be cripple. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Other comments? Yay, Jax McBrayer! Yay! <laughs> All right, your next comedian. She's been uh, giving great comments all night tonight. Clap her hands wildly for her jokes and pay attention and take notes. Yay, Florentina Tanaze! Thanks, guys. Honestly, though, what is America's safe word? Because we've gone too far. Uh, but stuff does not work for anybody. Um, so you guys know this. If, if you've been around, I've, I've been uh, screaming from the mountaintops. 2018, 2018, do you guys know, are you excited? <laughs> Good. Cause that's when the male birth control's gonna be available, the pill for you. Not so excited anymore, all right. Come on guys, be excited. I don't have to have like half of the Empire State Building in my vagina area anymore. It's an IUD. Uh, okay, but I'm really excited. But you know why it took so long? You know why it took so long to have this fucking pill for men? Because they wanted to make it hormone-free. <laughs> why would you want a product that's hormone-free? <laughs> why would you want to be in charge of your emotions 24-7? <laughs> why? I don't know why I'm picking on you. You're fun. Uh, it's okay. I'm okay. No man ever asks a woman if she's okay after Chris. Because <laughs> it's your fault. <clears throat> Be strong, Florentina. Okay. Uh, but actually, I kind of lied to you. I'm sorry. I don't like your mother. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that wasn't why. Uh, it's not really a pill. It's going to be an injection. And your ugly balls, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they can make it a ball lift, too, while they're at it. You know, just bedazzle it. <laughs> don't, don't be so afraid. You know those little needles that they use to draw blood? Like, they're super tiny? Well, they're not going to use that. It's going to be a giant, huge step for feminism. You should have given us the vote earlier. You should have given us our own credit cards. You should have given us the raise after we fucked you, and he said he'd give it to us, but no. 
this is our feminism equality stuff, whatever we wanted, I forgot. Mm, I can't wait. Sweet success. The only time I say balls and it just tingles off the tip of my mouth. And you know a female scientist was, was behind that. Like, mm, should we make it a chewable, like vitamins? Nah. Get the needle. So there is hope. There is hope. Um, just want to let, you know, don't lose all hope in America. Um, go Giants. All right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, like, white people... <laughs> <laughs> we've never really been tortured so like we I feel like we like to torture ourselves like why the fuck do we do hot yoga it's because we haven't like worked a day in our lives in a hot field all right or why do we do juicing like nobody else is juicing but us why like we've never been starved why do we all like why do we masturbate and also can but why do we masturbate because nobody loves us you know I'm going to stick to the first joke, <laughs> but I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. Um, I just want to say, like, in Europe, there isn't a big racial divide like there is here. Like, everybody in Europe hates each other equally. Like, well, you know, everybody hates the white, whiter or whitest people. You know, they just, there's, like, say, whatever. I'm going to just stick to the first joke because I forgot the rest of my stuff. But you guys are amazing. Thank you, I'm Florentina. Florentina Tanase. Everyone here on Mutiny Radio, the Joke Workshop. I enjoyed your jokes very much. Thank you. I think I've heard the, I remember the inception of the ball and the, the big needle joke, and it's come like a long way. It's great. Okay. Um, and I really enjoy the way that you use, this is so lame, okay, but I'm going to go back to like, Anyone who's ever studied theater, it's Anne Bogart and it's the seven viewpoints. And I felt like you used your architecture of the stage. You played with the light and you did like, you like use your space and you use sort of your body in the space. You had some really cute, like you were doing this talking about mm -hmm. balls and you can leave things out because we know you're tickling balls here. It's, it was very okay. funny. Like you're, you're, um, the way you use your body in the space and the way you use the space itself. I really enjoyed like you using the light, like, like just the architecture yeah, yeah. okay but yeah so cool stuff thank you thank you um yeah i think every, everything you've added to that bit just makes it better so it's it's all good stuff i would say um for the just the story itself you know they've uh suspended the the male birth control because there were the guys are getting side effects so until further notice they're not working on it anymore Fuck you guys. I'm just, I'm just saying that's what you could inc incorporate because it's true. They, they found the dudes who were getting it were getting like really emotional. No, it's and not. And then they were like, okay, shut it down. And then, so I'm just, you, you might want to expand on it for. Okay, so like still keep it, but, but say. Oh yeah, you could totally the keep the bit. No, no, the bit works fine. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying there's more to the story. Oh, now. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. You can get to the end of what you did and then go on about that. Okay. Yeah, I thought you sold that joke very well. I was I was enjoying your uh, your hormonal. Uh, is it or was it like basically just? It if I'm like, hormonal? No, it sounded like you were insane <laughs> when you were going when you're. Uh, I like how you because then it becomes like less of a.
punchy line joke and be more of a performance joke. It was awesome. Okay, thank you. I was uh, gonna say basically the same that you're like you're um, the way you use your emotion throughout your your set is really good. It's like oh you're pissed off oh now you're laughing at your own jo-. like when you when you giggled at your own joke that was like my favorite part just because of how like kind of off kilter it was but then it really sold the joke and yeah I, yeah fucking good stuff. Hooray huzzah! Clap your hands wildly for Florentina Tanase. I do not see Miss GH. Is that true? Okay, cool. So I'm going to take this opportunity before Mean Dave is up next to let you guys know that Mean Dave has applied for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2017. Uh, he has. Uh, a lot of you have, and most of you haven't. So you have until December 2nd. There's 50 spaces this year for uh, 50 Bay Area only comedians. Actually, there's two comedians coming from Philadelphia, but it's like a special like West Coast, East Coast competition thing. It'll be fun, don't worry. Uh, But there's going to be 50 spaces for local SF comedians, and everybody's going to get paid this year. Basically, the way it's going to work is that uh, after the station makes the money that it needs, we're going to take all that money and divide it in a socialist way between the comedians and the amount of stage time that they had. So, yay! Um, because people should be paid for their art, and I'm a socialist. Yay! Uh, but apply now. The, uh, last year I didn't charge, but this year I'm charging five bucks only because, like, I don't have any sponsors yet. And I'm like, oh. Because uh, I really want to give t shirts and. It's going to be amazing. Don't worry. It'll all work out in the end. You'll see. It's the second annual, so it's not like I can fuck up worse than I did last year. Hey, everybody. You're, it wasn't a fuck up. It was fine. It was lovely. I, it was actually, we made $2,500 for the station. It was great. <laughs> it wasn't. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not, nothing's ever good enough for me. But your next comedian is. Uh, he's a lovely human being and a very funny person, and you guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Mean Dave. <laughs> Yeah, you did pay us last year in uh, tinctures. That's right. I'm, I'm sober. I still took the tincture, and I paid somebody for a ride with that tincture, man. That's why it still counts as payment. I'll still take weed. Uh, I don't smoke it. I'm probably going to give FCCR weed tonight. Um, uh, yeah, this last week's cool. Uh, this last week made me, the, the election really made me uh, start to realize just how reasonable sports fans are uh, this, after this week. Uh, it's nice, you know. I like to say, you know, if anything, that this, elec- this election has built a lot of walls. Uh, it may not be the one yet between Mexico and here, but a lot of walls. Uh, I like to refer to it as the great unfriending of 2016. Uh, it's been a lot of that. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. And, uh, you know, say what you will about the new first lady, at least she's up for grabs. Um, yeah, you get that one? Ba-bump, ching! Uh, yeah, and I will say... Uh, uh, <laughs> One thing I learned, uh, white liberals who are upset about this election who uh, have been claiming they want to move to Canada, uh, Mexico's closer. Uh, yeah. What's the matter? Not enough white people in Mexico? That's just one of those things. A little observation. Pesos, you know, worth more, less, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, I uh, one thing I, I've... I'm kind of a little accomplished in my stand-up comedy. Uh, six years ago, I started doing stand-up comedy, which roughly means six years ago, I moved back into my parents' house. And uh, comedy has gone so successfully that about five months ago, I moved out of my parents' house. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And now I pay money to live in a room 
in somebody else's parents' house. I don't understand how America works sometimes. Got a landlord who, uh, he has a, a very unique snoring pattern. Uh, it's so unique that his wife refuses to let him sleep in the same bed with her. And so he sleeps in the living room, which is on the other side of the wall of my bedroom. And uh, this is, uh, his, his snoring pattern seems to resemble a body that is trying to reject the oxygen that he's involuntarily taking in. I'm going to do a quick impression of it. It goes a little something like... <laughs> He basically sounds like he's being raped by sleep. And it's the best way I can describe his sleeping pattern. And uh, he runs a tight ship at old Casa de, uh, de, de Sneep Terrors, Snoring Terrors, whatever. Sneep Terrors. Um, he, uh, he runs a tight ship. I have to take off my shoes to walk in a house that smells like dog. That is the result of two pit bulls and some fucking shaggy piece of shit. I can't even describe what, is, what the breed is of dog. And they're not allowed, they, they, they're allowed to, they basically, they don't have to take their paws off to walk in the house. I feel that's unfair. And um, yeah, I got time for one more, and I'm gonna steal a joke off of a non-comedian's Facebook post. When two vegans get into an argument, is that still considered beef? Oh God, I hate that fuck. I hate myself for even saying it! Fuck that joke. All right, my name's Mean Dave. Thank you very much, fuck off. What was coming, Mean Dave? What do you have to say? Vegan! Say it now. So Speak up! So, um. You said being raped by sleep. If you want to add something in there that's smarty pants. Oh, yeah. When um, when you get raped by in your sleep, it's either by, uh, if it's a female, it's a succubus. And if it's a male, it's an incubus. Huh. So if you want to have like a, like it's a, it's a mythological creature that fucks you in your sleep. No shit. A female one's a succubus and a male one's an incubus, which is why that stupid band in the 90s had the name Incubus, because they fuck you in your sleep. Oh, that's um, good to know. I never, but, I never liked that band to begin with. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but you, no. and you've had, you have, you have experience with bands, so you can say that they suck. But yeah. it's, it's like, I mean, if you want to make some sort of reference to being fucked in your sleep, hmm. like, good like point. Incubus, like. I mean, that's the only thing that could be worse is if he was actually playing that loud or something, right? Because like, then he'd be fucking you and your You're in the music, well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just, I just wanted to give you the, the, the little thing about those, those names. Uh, Molly's on it. Molly. Yes. Um, have you ever tried closing your eyes while you snore? Me? On stage. I don't well, know. Oh, closing my eyes. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't snored on stage that often. This is okay. a brand new fucking joke. Well, it's, so, I mean, I've done it a couple times, but I haven't watched myself doing it yet, so... Uh, I should close my eyes. You might try it. I'll definitely try it. Uh, I don't know, but I, I mean, this is a room full of comedians. I don't trust you motherfuckers, <laughs> all right? Keep my eyes on you at all fucking times. And, so. and, uh, Fair enough. There was something else I was going to say, but I forgot. So I just want to say that I do trust you, and I hope <laughs> you have a wonderful night, and goodbye. Uh, thank you, Molly. Thank you very much. Other comments? Everybody was laughing, so clearly we know that. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you can talk to me. 
It's okay. I'm not mean. Everybody knows this. <laughs> Sweet motherfucker. Come on, Quirk. What I, do you got? I, I always knew you lived with your parents. I that, could just yeah. feel it. I could just it, it's, feel it. It's been there. Actually, yes. that's a really, really funny joke. About that's real. That's why. It's, it's fucking true. It's parents' house. It's so funny because yeah. it's they like. Moved, I this, is how, this is how bad, how long. It was six years. Uh, they moved. They're moving to Ukiah. Oh. Yeah. Two and a half hours fucking so away from home. you had to move. It wasn't by choice that you moved. Uh, you no, had I wanted to get out of there. I mean, it's. Well, yeah, but they were leaving. Their house was going. Away. You're a little too comfortable <laughs> masturbating in your parents' house. It's not a good sign. So, so to be clear, they ditched you. Is what technically, I'm yeah, they're leaving me. That's actually an old joke I used to write, where I said my my parents are too afraid to ask me to leave, so they thought of a new strategy. They moved out. Oh. But uh, but that's you know that was a fictional joke. So gotcha. well, we done? I enjoyed everything. Well, maybe. Oh yeah, go. Uh, with the line where you say, "Okay, now I'm s- I'm paying rent at somebody else's house to to hear a guy snore." Uh, which is better than having to hear my parents fuck. Yeah. Oh. They don't fuck anymore, but you're right. I mean, if I wanted to, to do, I mean, because I, well, huh. I mean, that's, we're talking, imagine, really just going into too much. They don't, look. good thing they don't listen to podcasts. Um, <laughs> what is it? They're also upstairs. Yeah. It's strange. Uh, one of the things that, uh, is the only memory of, of hearing it, it's, it's, I would say something like that, except for I do have memories, uh, traumatic memories of hearing sex when I was five years old. Oh. And I thought my mom was in trouble. Oh, <laughs> did you walk in? No, I just oh, heard okay. it. It was loud and it was distorted. And plus my parents argued a lot. So then I was worried what was going on. And I, I, I just was scared. And so she was like, hit then, me sex harder. Is terrifying. So that's why I don't, need a, I don't need a shot because I don't have any. All right. We good? Yay. All right. Thank Dave, you. Yay. Thank you very much. to hear your parents having sex. I know that's so scary. I am sure that your next comedian had to hear his parents having sex because he is a disturbed individual who tells wonderful and amazing, hilarious jokes about things that I would never even think of. Uh, And I love him desperately because uh, he blows my mind with the things he decides to talk about. I love your nipple pizza joke. Put your hands together for FC Sierra. Slip away through no fault of their own. Actually, Pam, never knew my parents were having sex uh, from the time I was eight years old to the time I was, let's say, 12, because 13 sounds worse. I would go to my parents' bedroom uh, like about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I would just start knocking on the door so they could let me in to the room so I wouldn't have to sleep. It was sad. It was sad. Like, I was already getting made fun of by my in public by people. And it was always just the point of, like, I would knock on the door until they answered, and it never really occurred to me that they were trying to fuck on the days that the door was locked. (laughs) And the only, like, it wasn't until right now that I remembered one of the times when I was like 12 or 13 where I was knocking on the door for a long time, and my mom came to the door, and I didn't see anything but the top of her head, and she said, you need to go back to the room right now. And then I stayed at the bedroom, and then I kept knocking, and like 10 minutes later, my dad pulled the door open fully naked, dad dick swinging, and he was like, go back to bed right now. I still didn't connect that to sex until this moment right here, Pam. Thank you. That's... That's cool. I'm so glad I can trigger you. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get romantic with my girlfriend recently. Uh, 
do romantic things. Last week, romantic style, I decided cooker dinner by candlelight. How romantic. Midway through dinner, PG&E turned my lights back on. Even more romantic. Oh my goodness. What a great lady. I think she should have been more upfront about the IUD situation. Like having an IUD. I think women should be pretty upfront when they have an IUD. It's just like it makes for less weird conversation post the first sex time. It's just like the first time I went down with my girlfriend after we were done, I was just like, hey, this is a weird. Do you ever have braces? And she was like, why do you ask? I was like, I think I found your retainer. I'm not sure. Uh, high school's a weird time. She's cool. Uh, What's this one? Oh, I thought of a I thought of a terrible pun that made me feel awful. I wanna I wanna share it with you because I want you to feel bad too. Uh, so last week got drunk, had Chipotle. Next day I woke up with that bathroom situation that you have when you drink whiskey and have Mexican food, uh, and I came to the conclusion that every time I have explosive diarrhea. I think to myself, God damn, I really need to get my shit together. Ugh, I hate myself. Poo pun. Poo pun. I sat, I curled up into a fetal position when I, when I thought of that, and I just sat in sad, sad thoughts for several minutes. That's my life now. Romantic dinner. Oh, pepper spray. Uh, I was concerned about my girlfriend. I've been concerned about my girlfriend getting attacked recently. Uh, she, not funny at all. Uh, has been roofied twice just hanging out at bars in the last like few months uh, and that's not cool so I was just like if anybody attacks her I need to make sure she has some protection and so I went out and I got her a can of mace uh, and it's actually been really effective for her she's stopped herself from getting mugged a couple times uh, on top of that she's robbed like six people so it is really working out for her uh, turns out that mace is just as good for attackers as the victims Nobody thought of that one when they released it. Um, all right, this is all I really want to talk to you guys about. Uh, this is a game that I played when I was a kid. Uh, do you guys know the credit card game? Does anybody know the credit card game? I asked this the first time. Uh, I, asked this I asked it to a crowd in the marina. It was last week, and a guy put his hand up. He's like, I know the credit card game. Credit card game is when all of your friends as a group go out to a nice fancy dinner at the end of the meal, everybody hands the waitress their credit card. She randomly chooses that cr a credit card from the pile of credit cards, and that person has to pay for everybody's meal at that dinner. And I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, that is the whitest game I have ever heard of in my entire life. That's like playing Monopoly with real houses. That is super. Like, I will not spend the next 19 years of my life paying off that soup that guy got. That's not my life. Uh, but that wasn't the credit card game that I played. Uh, when I was a kid, my sister's 10 years older than me. This is not sexual. Not sexual. Not sexual. It's not sexual. Uh, when I was a kid, my sister's 10 years older than me, she's five years older than my brother, she would come up behind us at the house, when we were just doing regular kid stuff, she would come up behind us, and we weren't noticing, and she would put her hand like this, and she'd stick it in our butt crack, and she'd go back and forth, she'd go, credit card, credit card, credit card, hilarious game, we laughed every time, it was always like, oh, you got me, let me go change my underwear, or you like, tried, tried to fart on your hand, like, oh, I got you back, you know, and it was good. Anyway. The point is, recently, me and my girlfriend have gotten into playing the credit card game, uh, and it's been a blast so far. It's been pretty awesome. 
but last week, uh, she was naked because she was getting out of the shower, and I was naked because I'm an optimist and I was hoping something would happen. Uh, and I don't know why I thought to do this as she walked out of the bathroom from the shower, but I saw my opportunity. I got right behind her and I went, credit card, credit card. It was really good. Even she was like, that was pretty, like I wanted to wash or smell my hand after. Like it was a pretty good job. And then immediately she just stood up, looked me in the face and said, wait, it's 2016. Credit cards are changing. I was like, what do you mean? She got right behind me. She said, chip card, chip card. And I do not like the way technology is changing at all. I was like, take it out, take it out. She's like, these ones take longer to read. I was like, decline, decline, unauthorized user. She grabbed me right by the ass, pussy guys. What a presidential move. Okay, that's 30 seconds, panel. I'm done. <laughs> FC Sierra! All right, everybody. FC Sierra. He says no. He says no comments. All right, your next comedian. She's been patient all night. She's ready to go up. Put your hands together, everybody, for Trish Pandya. Ah, uh, hey guys, how's it going? Happy Monday, bitches. Um, a little bit about me. I just turned 33 a couple days ago. Yeah. My mom said, Trishna, listen to me. Your eggs are dying. Your vagina is like a house in San Francisco. No one wants to buy it because there's a hipster inside of it. Uh, last week, I was called the fugly Indian version of Penelope Cruz. I know. I was like, oh my god. My dad is finally talking to me. <laughs> I'm sad. Um... I hate when people tell me that I'm Indian, like I don't know that I'm Indian. That's like telling Denzel Washington that he's black, or telling George Lopez that he's Mexican, or telling Donald Trump that he's a crazy, douchebag, retarded cunt. I just want to like mess with his orange Muppet pussy and just fucking break it. I swear to God, it looks like a Muppet down there. Um, a lot of Americans took things that were originally ours, uh, like yoga, meditation, laziness. There's a reason why all Bollywood films have so much dancing, because we're too lazy to write the script. I can just imagine this Bollywood director, Rajiv, come here. I'm very tired from shaving my back. Please, help me write this script. Come here, please. Stop twisting the light bulbs. Stop twisting the light bulbs. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's so sad, I know. Cheap joke. Uh, a <laughs> little bit about me. Um, I want people to think that I'm young, like teenager young. Like if a guy's interested in me, I want him willing to go to prison in order to see my vagina and his iPhone. I, I think I want people to think that I'm young because I'm gonna be 35. Uh, being 35 is hard because my hormones are out of control where my body wants to have a baby like a teenager. It's like, hell yeah, let's do this thing. But my brain is like an old man. No. Get the coat hanger. <laughs> I hate Obamacare. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my parents, my friends keep telling me, Trish, being in your 30s is awesome because you're finally comfortable with who you really are. And they're right. I am comfortable with who I am. The problem is that I'm comfortable with being a terrible person. 
Uh, I refuse to take Uber rides from Asian drivers. Uh, I hate white women that like the band Journey. <laughs> People are just sad about that. Um, <laughs> I like being in the token minority room to help white people feel less racist. Um, I, so I have a boyfriend. I've been with him for a couple of years. Uh, so before our first date, I hadn't dated in a while, so I went on eHarmony. And it told me that the, on the first date, you should never drink too much, talk too much, or unleash your emotional baggage on the first date. So I don't get to do anything I want? There's so many dating tips for women out there. There's so many. But there's like no dating tips for men. Like I can keep looking and I keep, like dating tips for men is as rare as finding a fat Asian chick. And I keep looking and I keep looking. And then it turns out she's half Asian. <laughs> Here's some dating tips for men. Uh, when you put it in, look at my face. <laughs> Here's another one. When you put it in, be Asian because I'm tired and it fits. <laughs> when you put it in, tell me you're gonna put it in. I don't like that morning bullshit. Uh, I lived in San Francisco about 10 years now and a lot of things have changed about me in San Francisco. Uh, Uber's replaced taxi cabs. Pokemon has replaced human interaction. And I've replaced hope with weed. All right, that's all I got, thanks. I was a little confused. You said morning bullshit. Do you mean morning after pill bullshit or that he's putting his penis in you without your knowledge in the morning? I see. Um, it, I, I need, it just needed a little bit more for me because I was like, is she like, he's putting it in her and then she's the morning after pill or he's not, I just, I wanted a little more information. And then when you did your Indian joke, which was so cute, I, I, I would like you to dance a little more act out. Like, and maybe a little song with it too, if you know, know like a Bollywood song. No, because it'll just juxtapose your like really sort of laid back, like sort of standoffish manner if you like do like, I, and I love the act, and I'm not saying like play on all the, but if you're gonna do the act out, you might as well do the act out, you know what I mean? And because when you first started that, I immediately knew exactly what you were talking about. I was like the dance, the dance they do with the thingy and the <laughs> But you could, I mean, you have a moment to do choreography, especially if, I don't know. You engender yourself to the, you already engender yourself to the audience, but I just I feel like your act out you could, you know, just a little more on it. You have a very cool voice. Yeah, it's one of those things that I don't know. It's uh, always helpful. Uh, when you when you said something about the white lady, or I, you don't, what is it? You don't trust, or you don't believe in white ladies, or you don't. What is it with white ladies who listen to Journey? <laughs> You don't like them when well, you say, I don't believe in, like, there's ways to ah! use Journey song titles to fuck with that, I'm sure, because they're a horrible band. So there you go. Lights is another one. Horrible you could band. put their lights out. When the lights go down in the city. I'm sorry, I love Journey. I'm a white girl that turning. loves Journey. Yeah. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I am your nemesis. Oh, I love Journey. Everything's in the key of C. It's so much fun to sing for karaoke. You can belt. You just pretend you're Annie. Uh, other comments for Trish. Don't all jump at once. Come on. Is everybody tired? She's done. <laughs> Clap your hands wildly for Trish Pendia. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, hey, guys. 
I, I will also do my best to keep paying attention and taking notes, uh, although I am on my second glass of wine. <laughs> so that's going to get more interesting. Had to move from the IPA to the wine because, you know, in this new presidency, I'm getting a little chunky, so I really need to lay off the IPAs, you know, because women are only pretty when they're skinny. Uh, no, just, just, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, because you don't want to, you don't want to be a four because then no one will ever listen to you. Put your hands together if you're a nice comedian. He's a funny man. I don't care what dudes look like because uh, I really believe in senses of humor, although I think everything's going to change. What if we just... Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to... I don't know how to shame people. That's the problem. I need to get some Jesus in here. So, uh, we, need to all come, we need to have a Jesus come to Jesus talk. Amen. Put your hands together if you're a nice comedian. Dan Shively! <laughs> Hey guys. Uh, so we we all have uh, conservatives in our life that we love. There's no one over there, and uh, we <laughs> we uh, and we love them because we have to love them. Uh, stupid people are endearing, you know. Um, and I want to share a story with you about my father when we were growing up. Uh, he took the family to the Grand Canyon, and we went to something called the Grand Canyon Caverns. And we did a little tour of the mines, and then we went out to dinner, and my mom got a call on her cell phone, and it was the neighbor, and she said, your dog is dead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Um, We had Daisy for about 18 years, uh, and she was crying all that week like we were on a family vacation, and it was kind of foul in the mood, you know? And so finally we went out to dinner, and she was still crying. And my dad reached across the table and he put his hand on her hand and he said, babe, if we were in Korea, we'd be eating Daisy right now. (laughs) I fucking love my dad. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's a conservative guy joke, don't you think? Like, uh, I got into an Uber the other day and the Uber driver was really upset um, he said, I, he, he just got an email and he said, someone, one of my passengers wrote an email about me and they said, I'd been saying some really discriminatory remarks and, uh, I'm, I have a, a flag warning from Uber and it just makes me really upset cause I was, n- I would never say anything like that. Uh, and it makes me want to just leave San Francisco and not come back. It makes me hate this place. And I was like, you know what, man, don't worry about them. People are too fucking sensitive in this city. You know, I mean, you got to shake it off. Um, and then, you know, fast forward the conversation about two minutes later and he was like, yeah, I just don't think gay people should be able to adopt babies, which was like, say, where are you from? (laughs) He was from Texas. I was not surprised he was from Texas. Uh, yeah, so I'm an Uber driver. Uh, and I'm also a private investigator for insurance companies and women who think their husbands are cheating on them. And, um, it's a, it's a useful skill to have, um, when you combine them because after the end of my cases, I follow the person home who I'm following for that day. I park in front of the house. I, uh, call my boss. I say, all right, looks like they're done. I'm going to head out. And then I turn my Uber app on because sometimes the person I'm following needs an Uber ride. And, um, (laughs) it's a pretty, 
useful way to get information. Um, I don't know. I think I want to bail on the private investigator stuff since the boing boing horn honked. Um, how about this? This is a quick one. Uh, sometimes when I'm really well behaved, my girlfriend gives me oral sex. I love oral sex. It's one of my favorite fucking things in the world. And um, I feel bad for those who can't have oral sex. Like ducks! <laughs> Thanks, guys. Dan Shively! Don't give up on your, uh, don't give up on your private investigator jokes. I'm not. Okay, it's good. Just, just for this. Oh, oh, I see, because you were saying. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Well, and if you want to get run through a couple more, I think you, you still have time. I didn't mean to cut you off because, honestly, you didn't take your whole last minute. But if you want to run any of them just for fun, please. Or if you care. Or I if, can't remember, so that's or good. If you, uh, or if you want to ask any question, I mean, I, I, I like the, the private investigator. I think that the, the Uber thing turning into private investigator is really funny. And I like the story after. It's the old man, right? And he's like, let me out, let me out. That makes me feel good. Yeah, no, I love that joke. I think it's really funny. Because he's, because <laughs> you ke- uh, because you keep us on the hook for a while, and he doesn't know, and you know, and it's yeah. it's cute. Comments, everybody. Come on, don't be sleepy. Come on. When you said about your dog, your dad, your dad said if we were in Korea, we'd be eating Daisy right now. <laughs> what if he said like, uh, if in that scenario, I was okay. If if we were in Thailand, we'd be eating. Daisy right now, and your mom could be like, if we were in Thailand, I would get more happy endings. Bam! <laughs> mom jokes! <laughs> All right. <thanks. laughs> Excellent. Well, I've never expected a white man eating dog jokes, so I mean, I'm, I, mean I'm, I, was, I was surprised and, and delighted and laughed at your, uh, at your, at your dog eating joke. Poor Daisy. Did everyone just love it so much? If you loved it, tell them what you loved about it. Come on! Then clap wildly for Dan Shively! All right, your next comedian. Uh, Another funny guy. Glad that he's here every time he is. Uh, Put your hands together, everyone, for Ken Suzuki! Thank you. Wow, out of all the people that uh, claimed that they would be leaving the country, Pam, I'm actually glad that you went back on your word. I haven't yet. Oh, don't, come on. We need you here. That's not fair. I, I'm just postponing it until March. Oh, well, guys, don't worry. Hate will not divide us. Hate won't divide us, but dick jokes will unite us. That's where we're going with this. Hey, fellas, you know that if you edge yourself like to the point of orgasm and like hold it there for about hour, hour and a half straight, you will feel like you've blown the top off your dick. You will also need, well, whoever is giving the like the duck squeak laugh is adorable right now. Uh, you will also need ice for your balls. I'm a freak, I'm a freak. I think I find, I think you know you're a freak when your sex life become, begins to get reminiscent of United States foreign policy. Well, I think, uh, and kind of ironically, conversations about foreign policy are the only things that get me hard anymore. <laughs> They're like, I mean, is it sadism or just a mugging that lasts for over 15 years? It's gotten to the point where I'm referring now to my orgasms as drone strikes. 
<laughs> because they're unannounced and they destroy innocent families. Uh, polyamorous couples in this audience, let me ask you something. Where do you people find the fucking time? <laughs> like, I'm polyamorous too, in theory. But between my fiance and I, between us just working to pay our rent in the Bay Area, getting on stage um, every night, writing, we barely have enough time to fuck each other, let alone meet with or talk to other people. Is this like a privileged, is, this is how you know you're in the 1%. If you can afford to hire a personal assistant or secretary to manage your day and your schedule. I fucked up the word of that joke. Well, the point is, it's about time management. It's a time management, and the luxury of time management joke. Oh, so I am uh, starting, since we live in the Bay Area, I thought I would invest in a new social network uh, for hagglers and bad drivers to meet. It's going to be called a facegook.com or gookface. I don't know what the correct way to say it. Maybe the slants and dothead social network. Try, that's the one that I actually care about. By the way, during, uh, during, during the feedback, I need to know which wordplay works better, facegook or gookface. Uh, for that joke. Good face? Awesome, thank you. <laughs> That's all I wanted to work on, thank you. Did he just say gook face twice? Yes, Ken Suzuki, yay! Yeah, to make it official, gook face. Yeah, wow. Because it was like a, it's a, it's a cheesy Facebook pun, because it, face gook, but then I was like... You constantly push boundaries in ways that I just don't even know that you're going to do it. So, I mean, keep keep flying the freak flag high and mighty. Like, no, push the boundaries. Be edgy as fuck. Why not? What else the fuck are we doing? You might as well. I mean, I don't, but yeah, gook face. Wow. Yeah. I just said it three times. I said the G word. It's so freeing, you know? Like, it's so much easier to say than the N word. It's like... <laughs> There might be something there too. You can. How is it that white people can make fun of Asians so easily? Like, and I've never had a problem calling people like towel heads or, you know, like you can. You all, like things are only as easy as you allow them to be. So no, that's not chance. true. That's not true. Go at to all. Tommy T's one night. You take that chance, fam. I, well, I don't say it on stage. I try not to. I, only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love what you do, Ken. Other comments, everybody? Wait, what is gook face? Uh, all right, so, so the joke is about bad drivers and hagglers, and they happen to be long to the race of bad drivers and hagglers. Um, that's, who, well, that's what a gook is. I think that Florentina is missing. Gook is what people called in the 70s when they were dealing with Vietnamese people. They were called Got gooks. It. Um, it was like oh. the big slur oh, against the Vietnamese. It was a big slur against Sin the Vietnamese or against, uh, similarly, all Asians, I guess Asians, because I guess the Korean War, they might have called them gooks as well, but I think that specifically it was during Vietnam. But now it's got, it's become an all-inclusive slur. It's become, it's yeah, it's becoming an all-inclusive slur, but originally, like I believe, of the slurs. Wait, it's it's so Asian. that slur is still, people still say it now? Yeah. It's terrible. I yell yeah, at my customers it. all the time. Maybe explain. I don't know. Actually, maybe not. Probably most people. No, I think most it. people get it. I don't know what bubble, <laughs> elitist mind. West Coast bubble Never you're mind. living in. Yeah, but those of us from flyover country. I didn't know. 
Wait, it's I great that you didn't know that. That's really lovely that we've moved past in such a place that like two generations removed, three generations removed from Vietnam yeah. that you wouldn't know that a gook was specifically toward Charlie or toward the, you know, the Vietnamese. We didn't learn that in history, I guess. Right. They didn't go to good school. You've got to watch a lot of Oliver Stone movies. They didn't cover the slurs in Uh, high school. You're engaged? That was very coy. Like, it was like, whoo. I didn't, yeah, nice. Yeah, why? How long? No, I'm kidding. Uh, So you were saying something about how your sex is going to be the same as uh, what kind of policies? United States foreign policy. Because, like, a lot of my jokes, if you listen to, like, a longer set, I get into, like, waterboarding, get into torture, I get into SNM. Like, a lot of rough torture. I thought you were going in the directions, like, oh, pretty soon there's just going to be, like, no rules. So (laughs) that's the kind of sex I like. Are you engaged? Uh, That I know of. Cool. Oh, I thought Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yay. He's engaged. Yay. Strong work. Hmm? I just think it's nice. Okay, I didn't cool. know that you. Oh, well, it's really nice, especially today, in light of this election, knowing I'm making you all laugh. Uh, because to me, laughter is just an inch away from crying. <laughs> it's true. And I enjoy watching that. What? I'm crying too. I was just gonna say I really like the drone strike one. I think you could do more okay. with that. Thank you. Also, didn't know you were engaged. Congratulations. All right. Good. Oh no, I was just saying you're the one who was making the duck noises, wasn't it? Yeah, was that the hmm or something like that? Yeah, that was her. That was Brooke. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Yay, Ken Suzuki, yay! <laughs> all right, your next comedian here on the Joe Workshop. Uh, lovely man. Uh, definitely political in his own right. I enjoy all the things that he always says, and now that we're all sad, we'll see if it makes us even more if he continues staying culturally relevant. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yeah, politics. So, uh, as all of you know, I was totally calling for uh, Trump to win. I saw it clear as day. But uh, already this fucking thing, his winning has come to bite me in the ass in some kind of poetic way. Uh, you know, uh, wait, what was I saying with that? Oh, I can't believe I'm flashing on stage like this. Um, yeah, first of all, where are all the sapiosexuals uh, knocking down my door? I mean, I was, I was right about Trump being president despite, ni- you know, I'm making me smarter than 95% of the population around here right off the bat. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know... Trump said he was going to, you know, legalize grabbing women by the pussy, right? Yeah, totally. That's one of his policies. It's a completely true fact that it's one of his policies. Uh, And, you know, he said he was going to make America great, but I didn't know how great he meant. Nothing. Well, anyway, as it turns out, uh, I, I, for one, am looking forward to grabbing women by the pussy in a political manner. I actually can't wait for the day. But I'm not gonna rush it like some of the people have been doing in the news. I'm not gonna do it now he's president-elect. I'm gonna wait till he's actually the president. I'm gonna wait till the inauguration. I'm gonna wait till the inaugurational ball. And actually, I hope they change the name to the inaugurational snatch. That's my contribution to the political lexicon. Uh, That's as good a good a laugh as the other guy got. A chuckle from a little duck, would you call it? Duck? Duck laugh? So, uh, as well, you know, so 
I like that political snatch joke because I feel it would work just as well if Clinton had become president. Like, if Bill Clinton had become president, you could still call it the inaugural snatch. Nothing. Yeah, so anyway, I'm really looking forward to meeting uh, uh, the new first lady. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Can't wait to meet Melania. So I'm working in construction. It's really more of a Spanish language immersion program, but I'm making it work. Uh, anyway, I'm working with a lot of uh, rapists and killers. It's really, it's kind of uncomfortable. And they're in no mood to build a wall, which is really amazing, because they have every skill necessary to build a wall. I don't, know, I don't understand why they don't want to. I don't get it. Anyway. So that's mostly all I had to say. Building a vaginal wall every day between him and the women next to him. Matthew yes. Quirk, yay! Sorry, I thought that was cute, vaginal wall. It was good. Thanks. Better than mine. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, Matthew Quirk. No, no, say something, Ken Suzuki. He's all up in the thingy. Get in the thingy and talk about it. I forgot what to say. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's why I left. Um, no, I, I like that uh, you're, you're trying to do political jokes. Just um, keep writing. I don't think that joke is going to be non-topical for a long time at this for at no, least four none years of the, none of them are yeah. so just uh yeah just keep because those the the premises for a lot of trump jokes and i fear that like a lot of comments gonna fall into that well it's easy and it's there because all the cliches uh tr dig a little deeper particularly the point when you talked about meeting melania because i'm like oh how the fuck would you meet melania and you could create a scenario off that and spin it off somehow and keep it going just so everybody knows, Melania did um, softcore porn, girl-on-girl softcore porn for um, the, the Playboy channel with the Hugh Hefner. So, like, she had the little Band-Aid on her pussy, but she met out with girls and showed her titties and her little... I guess my point was I'm totally grabbing her. her by the pussy, should I ever get... Well, you can't because she did softcore porn, so you can't actually get in there because they put a weird Band-Aid over their pussy when they do softcore. So you can't actually technically get in there. I don't know if anybody knew that. But uh, yeah, she did self. I'm just saying, I just really love oh, to talk no, about her softcore porn. Spanish language immersion. That was a joke that's, I think, solid as it is. And you could go off in different directions with it, but as it is right now as a one-liner, that's a really good one, too. That one. Well, Ken hit a lot of the, uh, the points I was going to say, but uh, I, I got confused in the beginning uh, when he said his policy was, uh, one of his policies that he wants to pass is grabbing women by the pussy and just like... Uh, I know I, I was it I know it's a joke but it sounded like a a real fact. So but maybe give it give it away yeah. saying like oh he's going to have so many new policies like grabbing women by I mean or I or really you like can do the old joke that was in the 80s where um you gra women are like six packs you know you you can grab them you know you put your you finger not know in that the, joke Ken? I do you remember the one yeah the well two in the Two in the pink and one in the stink. No, like we're already why, on board with that. There, why so is there a vagina and an asshole so close together so you could carry them like a six pack? So you can carry them like a six pack. Right. So you might as well trunk, bring back the old 80s joke that we all remember from junior high that made me feel really sad to have a vagina. But why not bring it back? <laughs> Trying to do new material, not relive the 80s. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone? 
Well, no, it's a re-reference to the old... I mean, that's the thing, is that all these old things are coming new again. Like, I mean... Yay! We can all be racist to each other out in the open now. Yay! <laughs> I think for what it's worth, like, the jokes are clever. Like, the, your first yeah. half was a lot about women, and I think they're, they're clever and they're funny. I wouldn't judge what reaction you're going to get by the people in this room. I think it's probably a little too soon for that. But I think over time, they, they have promise. I wouldn't... There's nothing inherently wrong with them. I, you know, just... Well, they've, they've actually, in my mind, already lost a little steam because apparently there's actually been assaults where people are... So, like, it was funnier yesterday. Now that I know that that's true, they're already headed down. Oh, no, down, isn't down. that sad? I, I posted that thing today. I posted that article about women who've actually been grabbed in the pussy. And it's been happening at schools, too. Small children have been doing it to each other. Punch up. That's what you said. There you go. Just one thing. When, with the jokes, I wasn't sure what your stance was on stuff. Like, did you actually want Trump to win? Did you... Like, do you actually... Are you making fun of people... Who are 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 saying like the grab them by the pussy, or are you one of the people who? Well, I was hoping it was a little absurd on its face. That's not actually one I of see. his policies, and it is stupid. And 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 okay. I guess I'm pointing at that. Okay. And uh, usually, I because I only have workshop time here. I usually lead that with like a tiny, tiny hands joke, so you realize you know ah. I'm not actually on his side. That you know I yeah, did not uh, actually vote that, for Trump. Yeah, that would make it a little just ah uh, because. What one thing like the fact that like Trump won is I I do hear that a lot from from men now like they joke about it, but they're not joking and it, 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 to me it's like it's not funny it's just like Pam was saying like you you hear all these things that like women are getting assaulted now, so maybe like if you're if you're saying like hey this is a joke yeah like say something a little more self-deprecating uh, yeah. rather than just like I can't wait to meet someone so I could grab their pussy because yeah. I mean I did mention how I, I, I picked Trump and it already bit me in the ass I thought that was like my opening like you know I'm right but it's already biting me in the ass that I'm right that oh that sorry. nothing meant nothing meant nothing okay Matt that, that probably would have helped because I okay alright I'll check the tape I apologize for the <laughs> check the tape yeah. Ken Suzuki well uh, Sabrina's ahead of me yeah, Sabrina Miller here. Um, I really like the vid about the uh, being in construction and it being like uh, Spanish immersion. And I was thinking maybe you can expand on that and talk about some of the phrases and, and choice words that, you, that you've learned. My, and, my, yeah, my new nickname, Gringo Loco. It's great. And yeah, and maybe, you know, Gringo a couple Loco, of the, your Spanish you know, co-workers could have like uh, kind of misled you about uh, what some of the, uh, the words or phrases really meant. Maybe you could play around with that. And actually, um, yeah, your, your routine brings to mind one question about, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump. All right, if he wants the wall built, who's going to build it? All the illegal immigrants are going to be on the other side. Done. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who's going who's gonna to be there to build it? Like, uh, yeah, anyway. If you build it, they will come. I was going to say, um, just based on everybody's reaction with regards to Donald Trump jokes, too, I mean, you, you can go down this route, but remember, you're going to have to really, really write very cleverly and deeply into this because these jokes for the next four years are going to be like the next kale fad or juice cleanse that everybody's going to do. Kale chips are the shit, though. It's going to be. Kale chips are insane. It's going to be nothing but like a. If you want to stand out from a bunch of like people just doing like the, the run of the mill hack Donald Trump joke. Really, really take time and start writing them out. But kale chips are really good, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We all enjoy kale chips. (laughs) Yay! 
That was Matthew Quirk. We have three ladies left, and we don't have time to give comments anymore. So if you want to give them comments, write them down and tell them after, because they're people, and you can talk to them. Uh, your next comedian, she's an amazing human being. Uh, I love it every time she's in the house in the hizzy. Put your hands together for Brooke Heineken. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go through this really fast. Uh, I have been thinking a lot. I'm not going to do too much political stuff, but this is my my one thought is that I feel like we have a choice after this election about how we're going to choose our attitudes, and I have decided to be hopeful. I have decided that I could feel dedicated and motivated and committed, and I've decided that this election is going to raise a whole generation of young women, myself included, who are going to grow up to think that they could be the first female presidential assassin. See, I'd worry about saying that on the air, uh, but some people have shown recently you can say anything and still get elected. Um, I've been thinking recently that, uh, or noticing recently, that it's very in vogue for women to support other women. Uh, It's become very cool to be like, oh, you know, squad power, lifting women up. But what I've noticed more specifically is that it's very in vogue for women to support other women who are dumber or uglier than they are. You know, it's like there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women who don't overshadow those first women. Like, I noticed this particularly, a friend of mine posted a picture of uh, her and another girlfriend of hers, and of course, my friend who posted the picture looks a lot better than the second girl, and I was like, I'm so glad for my friend who's finally hired as a, as a secretary at the law firm where I'm a paralegal. Like, you, you, uh, I don't have a good ending for that joke, so I was going to workshop that. Um, the only other thing I was to say is uh, I do want to talk one about one particular election uh, that happened. My ballot's a little bit weird because I'm from a small town in Ohio where we vote on a bunch of weird shit. Uh, for example, we vote on our county coroner. Uh, like, <laughs> it's, it's shit you not. Uh, it doesn't matter who gets elected, probably not going to be somebody I want to have a beer with. Uh, but the coroners have party affiliations. That's what I think is the weirdest part. So like when I inevitably die in a single bicycle accident, if I have a Democratic coroner, are they going to say, like, she died of a back alley abortion that wasn't covered by her health care? But, but if I get a Republican coroner, is it going to be like, she died of a tragic overdose of marijuana in Plan B? Yeah. All right, that's all I want to shop tonight. Thanks, guys. She's wanted to do two minutes like a champion and give her time back to the room. Funny, funny things. I love abortion jokes. Your next comedian is on Hell Hat this Friday here at Mutiny Radio on Pamtastics. I'm super excited to see her pull random things out of the hat and see what happens. She always makes me laugh. I hope she does the same for you. Put your hands together. It's Madison Dunnitz. Yay! Do you think that the absence of Kim Kardashian West led to the uprise of Trump? Like, there are a lot of people who could have been very distracted by her efforts to have another child or whatever. But, like, instead she got robbed and we got robbed. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there's something there. Um, I had other jokes, but I don't remember any of them. So I'm going to just do old jokes. Um, I didn't know that adults drank until I was 20 years old. Like, (laughs) my parents didn't drink at all when I was growing up. So it took me a really long time to realize that, like, adulthood was going to be enjoyable. Like, there was a point to it at all. (laughs) Um, 
I regularly think that I see Woody Harrelson on the street, and it always turns out to be a homeless dude. <laughs> it's so disappointing <laughs> every day. Um, okay, well, there's a couple of you. Well, two, three. Um, so for some of the white men in this room, you might be feeling a little bit guilty or shitty about the Trump election. I don't really care if you're shaking your head. You should be. So I have something you can do to alleviate a small amount of that guilt. Um, buy some fucking tampons. Keep them in your bathroom. Okay? It's a biological function. Why on earth do I need to stuff toilet paper up there just because you can't be bothered to provide a very basic sanitary product? So just tell your friends. Buy some fucking tampons. Everyone will appreciate it. And if you don't, I'm going to start mm, just <laughs> like I want to say it, but I don't. <laughs> I'll just like take, you know, like the balled up ball and just drop it in your trash can so you can see it. <laughs> like, that's what I'm going to do because fuck you. <laughs> fuck everybody. Um... <laughs> But I would never flush it because that will, like, fuck up your pipes real bad. Oh, man, in college, one of my roommates didn't know that. So our toilets got backed up, like, three or four times and flooded our whole house. It was disgusting. And we finally got a plumber out there to, like, see it. And he was like, it's probably tampons. And we, everyone except for the girl who didn't know better was there. And we were all like, yeah, we don't flush tampons. We know better. We're, we're adult women. Um and then he goes out and checks, he comes back in and said, oh, it's a couple of white mice. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my friends is like, see, I told you. And I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Madison Dunnitz, yay! Awesome tampons! Please, men! If you want female, call, buy some tampons. Absolutely. Put them in strange places. OB, we, could, we can insert them ourselves. We don't need that pearl bullshit. We don't need any plastic. We don't need to ruin the universe. By, we can just get the OBs. We'll stick them right up there. I've even taken balled up toilet paper and stuck it up my twat when I had to. You know what I'm saying? I'm poor. Your next comedian, your last of the night. She's a very funny lady. I'm so glad she came back. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. Oh, by the way, Jonathan and I are going to the residence next if we can take three people in our car. Uh, if you are on that list as well, just letting you know. But right now, you're going to laugh hysterically for an incredibly funny woman. Put your hands together. It's Ginny Hogan. Yay! Thank you. Thanks for letting me get up. Sorry I'm late. Um, Brooke, I really liked your set. I liked your bit about supporting women. And I want you guys to know I really support you. <laughs> you especially... <laughs> Madison, definitely you. Quarantina, <laughs> super supportive. Um, I uh, yeah, I have self-esteem issues. Um, my self-esteem is way too high, and it's just like constantly create. Isn't it sad that that I alone like is a misdirect? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just like it's like a woman like says she has self-esteem issues, and everyone's like, yeah, obviously low self-esteem. Like, there's nothing. It's not like self-esteem could go either way. Um, it, yeah, but people are like that so uh, so unexpected. Um, I I hooked up with a really ugly guy at a party, and I was like pretty embarrassed about it. So then, like to defend myself, I was like, he had a huge dick, which I didn't know 
before hooking up with him <laughs> you know like it didn't really work as an excuse I was like defending myself to my friends and they were like it's fair you know but I didn't see his dick I just <laughs> low self-esteem not that you have to have low you can he might have had a great personality we didn't talk um this joke's mean <laughs> move on to something nicer uh I so I'm a little old-fashioned about sex like I don't do it uh, <laughs> And I'm trying to go long enough without having sex that it, like, becomes a quirk. <laughs> quirk. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I masturbate, like, three or four times a week. All on the same day. <laughs> I don't have time during the week. I, like, get home too late. But I know it's, like, something I should do to kind of, like, keep the juices flowing. So then, like, on Saturday, I just kind of, like, binge masturbate. <laughs> and like end of the day I'm like run dry and I'm like that was fun like I, I'll you know do it again next week it's awkward though if I like work from home one day then it like totally throws up my rhythm because I masturbate twice as much as I otherwise would in a week um I uh I don't know I so um sometimes I'll get really turned on you guys want okay so I don't watch porn um but I know what happens like I understand the plot <laughs> People are always like, Ginny, if you don't watch porn, what do you masturbate to? No one's ever asked me that. Uh, but I'll tell you, sometimes if I'm looking at the Facebook of a guy into, I'll get really into like going through all his pictures, and then I'll get very turned on imagining him doing that to my Facebook. <laughs> That's like... That's all I want is for someone to really hardcore stalk my Facebook. Um, I think I'm done. Thank you guys. Thanks for letting me up late. Jenny Ogan, yay! Yay! Stick around. I'm going to run around. I have one joke tonight. I just want you guys to hear it, and then that's it. Okay, here we go. I'm running. Yay, I'm running. Yay! Oh, you guys. Uh, I'm really going to miss... The Obamas. Um, I love Michelle Obama. I really loved her entire platform trying to make, you know, kids not fat by making them healthy. Healthy kids, no diabetes. Michelle Obama, love it. Love her, love everything she did. And I'm like, well, what's Melania going to do? She's going to be the new first lady. And I think she's really going to promote bulimia and anorexia. Because those kids, those fat fucks, they need to get skinny, you know, so people will love them. Because you're not pretty enough unless you're skinny. Uh, even Katerina Vitt was a linebacker. Not pretty enough. No one's good enough. I should put that in Gillette, the best. I should add that to my... The new joke I want to say is about Melania and her new... She's going to be promoting anorexia and bulimia. You just have to throw up more so you'll be skinny, right? That's how we do it now. You know, like, bulimia is great, so everyone will be thin. And uh, and also the best thing about bulimia is you keep eating all that food. You just waste it like Americans always should, right? You just eat a loaf of bread and then you throw it up. It's so much better if you eat a whole box of cereal and then barf and then buy another box of cereal. Uh, make sure that you eat ice cream with that because it makes it, bar it, the barf is so much, e I was bulimic for 13 years. So what I'm saying is a lot of ice cream, it smooths out the vomit is what I'm saying. It's easier to be skinny when nobody thinks that you're a real person unless you're pretty. I'm sorry. I I grew up in the 90s, <laughs> like, I'm 90210, uh, nobody's real unless they're pretty as good. I thought I was fat, uh, I was the same size as I am now, but I'm not good enough now either, am I? If Katarina Vitt is not good enough, <laughs> what?
what am I gonna do? <laughs> she has gold medals. I'll never be respected again. I'm sorry. I'm re- I'm actually really scared, you guys. Like, I'm a feminist, <laughs> and now I'm gonna have to wear a silk suit and walk around with weird Ann Taylor things. I have to go to Clinique again and get their free makeup so that people will think I'm a real person. Do I have to do this? I know it's not funny. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Is the but the 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 Melania joke? That's funny, right? That she's, she's bulimia in the anorexia nervosa. That's so great. What would be in her food garden? Fucking don't what? A 7-Eleven, you go get the donuts. Donuts are also easier to barf. It's harder when you do like hard like carbs because they get kind of lumpy in your tummy when you're puking. I mean, I was a bulimic for 13 years because I was trying to be perfect and I was never good enough. Do you know? Do you know what it's like? It's gonna happen again, ladies. Um, but they're like honest, it's easier to eat a lot of ice cream. And uh, the wonderful thing about eating a lot of cereal is that you can't have six bowls of cereal long, as long as that has high fiber. So you don't have to barf it up because it all comes out the other end. It really just cleans. It's like a scrub brush through your intestinal system. <laughs> no, no. I have a <laughs> there's no ice cream. A pot ice cream. That's the other problem, is that like now that I eat so many edibles and they you know, like if I eat pot pumpkin pot ice cream and then I barf it up, do I get the do I get the THC on the inside and on the outside? Do I get to like absorb it through my esophagus on the way down and the way back? Like I don't know how that works. Instead of my total intestinal system. I don't know how marijuana works. Oh right. Right. I Well, smelling like vomit, that uh, I'm sure will make me feel skinnier. I don't know. <laughs> I like the accent. Oh, the Melania accent. Yeah, I can't. I, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what she sounds like. She's, she's, everyone needs to watch your girl on girl porn from some fucking soft core. I know. It's like, the, hey, you know. Seven-year-olds need to masturbate, too. All right. Yay! That was Joke Workshop. Thank you, Jonathan, for running it. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Coming up next is Forever Two Wheels, FTW. I don't think they're coming, so we're going to play an old version. We're going to get out of here and go to the residence. So we have three seats in our car if anybody is going to that. Uh, If not... Have a great night. See you guys on Friday for happy hour. And uh, hey, listen to uh, AltaCast and some call me Tim on Wednesdays. And apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because a lot of you guys haven't done that yet. And you should really do it because there's like 50 spots and and it's going to be really fun. So yay, Mutiny Radio. Bye. (laughs) 